Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode. Uh, got a special episode today. I uh, got Trinity, got K. We also got Destiny. Um, and we're bringing you a new episode with a few more points we're going to hit on, a little different from the normal. Uh, but I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves and we'll get started, man. Yo, 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 back for another banger. This your boy, Jump. Sorry for the black, uh, past few weeks where we have not been live streaming, but we are back on the live stream segment. Um, you already know how we do it for the podcast. I'll let uh, Mike go ahead and take over. Yo, back at it again with these two ugly motherfuckers here. And these three beautiful ladies here. How y'all doing today? Um, we got Trini, we got K, we got Daz. And uh, we're going to get into some shit today. Um, y'all know my goal is to piss somebody off. I want somebody on this bitch pissed off. I'm gonna let these lovely ladies introduce themselves, and then we're gonna get right into these topics. Uh, I guess we should. Natural all frozen. Yeah. Uh, I'm Trin. We're just gonna see what this nigga really talking about. Sound like a lot of BS. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. I'm, just, I'm just here for the ride. We'll see what happens. Okay. I just came out. We already beat the wages. So let's get right into it. Right into it. You forget. So men cheat. Oh, you right, you right, you right. Let's not. I'm cups up. I'm cups up. I'm not smoking. Cups up if you got them. Cigars up if you got them. Let me pour out orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's apple juice. It's apple juice. All right. Let's jump right into a topic, man. So, men, when men cheat, women stay by their side no matter how many times they cheat. But when a woman cheat, niggas be out of there. Why is that? She's going to pop it off, this. So I live by the man leave because they feel like the woman cheating is more emotional than when a guy cheat. They just trying to get their rocks off kind of thing. I don't agree with it. I just feel like women tolerate a lot more than men do. I think women are a lot stronger than men are, so they don't have the capability to stick around like women do because women foresee things longer than men do. So I don't say men are weaker. I just feel like y'all just don't have the capabilities to tolerate, you know, being hurt. Oh, wow. I'm going to tell you in that aspect, I'm weak as hell. You cheat on me, I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm gone. I'm weak as fuck. Personally, I feel like like women don't go out there to just cheat with anybody. Like y'all want to keep y'all body count low for the most part, or y'all just want to keep dealing with somebody y'all accustomed to. Y'all ain't finna just go jump around and jump from dick to dick. So it's like more emotionally tied. But for us, like it don't really be like that. I go knock down the three. Take, that, that's not true because it take a woman a long time to cheat. Like you gotta been putting her through some stuff, and she just fed up, and now she's over, yeah. and she moves it for her. A man can have everything at home that he asking for out of a woman, get everything he need, and he's still just going out there to do what he do just to see if he got it. So, why not so men leave when a woman cheats. So men leave when a woman cheats solely because men move out of ego. 
Like women are typically less attached from their ego. So they, they'll literally put their ego aside, put their boundaries aside and just try to like seek middle ground, seek higher ground, just kind of like try to figure it out no matter what. It's just because like a woman at her core is looking for peace, right? And she wants you to be her peace. Whereas when a woman is finally fed up enough to cheat, men who are still like moving through the ego and processing from ego, y'all be so hurt by that because y'all struggle with ego and ownership. Like your woman in your mind, as much as you hate to admit it, is absolutely like a piece of you or an extension of you. So by extension, you guys consider her a form of property. So when you're like your pussy, right? So when your pussy go out and give herself away, you're like, oh my God, like what I'm supposed to be this fucking bitch ass nigga and fucking keep her nah fuck that blah 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 and the whole time that you preaching like fuck that bitch get this money you at home sad as fuck because like that was really a ride or die right like that was your rib now you just you, you one less rib out damn I'm about to argue like shit but she not wrong that's <laughs> tough I mean, she, yeah, she, like, she's tough that. Right. I mean it ain't got shit to do with a body count cause I'll let you know like I ain't got no shame in none of my shit like I'm just as animalistic as any of these niggas out here. Yo, if I want to fuck, I'm going to fuck. I could give a fuck about a body count. Yet, like, yes, when I was younger, I probably would have hit a dude up and been like, oh, you know, this is a nigga that's already learned my body, already know how to make me come. I don't got to work as hard. That's bullshit. Like, it's not about a body count. It's about the fact that, like, women will really, will really detach themselves from their ego and go to war with the same man incessantly over and over and over and over again. Hey, y'all watch that? Y'all watch the Pivot podcast with Michael Beasley? When that nigga yeah. said, I'm tired, yeah. that's why I want to cheat. She's fucking tired. Like, she's tired. My question is, like, why, not, why not just remove yourself from the situation? If you feel like that situation is never going to change, why do you never just think to yourself, maybe this shit ain't going to change. Let me just move on. They, did, they moved on by cheating. But you could have moved on before the, even got no. to cheating. That's what I'm saying. Like yourself before you even get that. Okay, so the reason, so the reason for that is simple, right? Like people typically will not leave a relationship if one or both parties are still committed to making it work. So the reason why the relationship didn't end is because one of the two of y'all was still committed to making it work, which meant Lil Mama, the one got cheated on in the first place. So like, so think about it like this, right? Like. Typically, relationships only last when one or both parties are still putting in the work to make the relationship work. The reason why the relationship didn't end after he cheated and why you got to stay in the relationship is because she was still committed to trying to make it work. Okay, I'll forgive you. I'll deal with the emotional stress. I'll deal with the angst. This, that, and the third. But when she cheats, y'all not committed to making that shit work. Fuck this bitch. How dare she? So when when the commitment ended, right? She had the commitment. She was trying to make the relationship work. Once that ended, why she didn't just leave? Right. That, like, that's she got a lot of people. It's you know, about why? Um, she tired and she got her get back. I mean, but you, you, can, make, you can make the argument. At that point, you're not, tri- you're not cheating because of emotions. You're cheating off get back. you just upset. I guess it's it is. It's all emotional. Being exactly upset emotion. or being sad or being yes, upset. So sometimes people just want you to feel how you made them feel at the end of the day, too. It don't always be about you know, get for God. It's more so you heard me, now you're going to see what that feel like. And I feel like when a guy gets that done now, yeah, but that's not fair because women tolerate, that puts it, women tolerate a lot more than men do. Women are a lot stronger with a lot of things that men do. So men don't do, they can't tolerate what women tolerate when men cheat. So do y'all, I don't do even y'all think for me, I'm not going to cheat to cheat back. Like, man, I don't that's even not, think that women are stronger. <laughs> that's not good for me, but I think it's, 
I think it's more so about time. Like a lot of times you see how much time you don't put into something and just walking away is hard because it's like, damn, I don't put in X amount of years. But at a point, like she said, you're tired, you fed up, you like, forget it. So women or men are stronger in a relationship. Like I know, I know exactly where you're coming from, but for me, it's not like, oh, I'm stronger than this man. And that's why I take more shit. I just think that like society has instilled in women to shut up and fucking take it just because it's been so long. Like the shit my grandpa put on my grandma, a nigga today could never like there's a nigga right now walking around with one kidney because I stabbed him. Like and that shit is crazy to say, but that's that's the that's the reality of it. I am like we tell white people all the time. I am not my ancestors. You're going to get God fucking with me. It's the same way. It's the same energy that y'all should be telling we, you. Like, your we ain't got to dig into that. I know what y'all trying to dig into. We ain't got to dig into that. We ain't going to dig into it on the podcast. We ain't got to dig into that. Like, the side note, I want this story. Like, in terms of, like, cheating, in terms of, like, oh, um, women just could take a lot more than men. No, fuck that. No, we can't. Like, I think we all take the same amount. It's just that women are taught to handle it differently than men. When, like, from young, like, women's values are always just, hey, like, this is how you move. This is how, yo, they literally, like, black women are taught to function without black men. And then they wonder why we get in these black-on-black relationships and they don't happen. Why they don't work out. Like, it, it's, it was, the system has literally designed it to fail. So, let me, let me ask this question. And first off, I'm going to tell you now, I kind of disagree with the whole, like, if two people work on it, it's, it's going to last longer. Than, like, if it's just one person working on that relationship, the shit's never going to fucking work. That's just being already. The other side of it is, like, this this idea that men just have to walk away because we don't understand. Like, it, it, it bothers me because I actually was willing to take somebody back who, who cheated on me. And it's not that it. we can't do it. It's just we'd rather not do it because the likelihood... Like, in, again, this is not a fact. This is just the way I feel based off of who I hang around with and who I deal with. As a man, if we accept you back, it's going to take a lot longer for us to reestablish that trust with you again. Because I'm a, t- typically, I'm going to feel like you're probably going to go out and do it again at some point. Because if you mm-hmm. found a way to do it then and that was good to you, you're going to find a way to do it. Yeah, but that stands for anybody. That doesn't just yeah, go that's for not a man versus man, woman versus man. Women are the same way. If you cheat on me, don't think that it don't hurt as bad because I tolerate things before we went back to normal. The trust is still broke or my, the pain is still there. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like women have this capability of when things happen bad to them, they move to an extent where it's either we're going to deal with it or we're going to let it go. So if we cheat, woman or man, and the the significant other takes us back. That's kind of you taking me back, accepting what I did. We're going to move forward. Yeah, the trust is broke. We'll probably never be the same. But at the end of the day, we're going to move forward and deal with it or we're not. So it can't be 50-50. It's black or white, zero to 100. So it's either you're going to deal with what I did and we're going to move on to fix it. Or at that moment that you realize what I did, we're not going to play no games. We're just going to move separately. I don't I understand. Uh, you I, get agree, the- I agree with that because in the sense of if I take you back, if I take you back after cheating, then that means I'm pushing past the cheating shit. They said you're not pushing past it, right? Because the truth is, okay, so I'm going to just say this. Like and then I'ma just cut out of this topic and get for the next one because I could go on and on about this. Yeah, right. But 
if you are capable of cheating on your partner, I will never trust you. We will never be friends. We will never be family. We will never be bros. You are just an acquaintance of mine. And I say that to say like, yo, if you're willing to go out there and lie and cheat and steal and work against the foundation that you built with somebody who was willing to live and die with you, like like my nigga is dead. There is nothing that you could ever like give to me or convince me otherwise. And so there is no point in rekindling a relationship or like, why would I let you gut me, go heal myself, recover, right? And then have you gut me further. So in terms of like why women stay, there's all sorts of reasons. Why men leave, there's all sorts of reasons. Me personally, I'm going to go. Yeah, I think the reasons just come personal. And at some point, both parties are like, yeah, at some point they're just done. Yeah, I, I also think it's partly of how the cheating was constructed because I like, Again, I'm, I I don't know if y'all seen the previous episode or a previous episode when I stated like the point that I I believe that humans are going to always be human. So if you're in a situation, humans naturally flirt with one another when they're attracted. Like that level of like, I guess it's a form of disrespect to other people. But for me, it's like whatever. That's a form of cheating a lot of people. And some people will no. literally just break up because of that. Some people wait nah. until it gets to the physical point. Some other people just say like cheating is at, the, you know, once you hit that emotional level, when there's like emotional bonding, that's emotional cheating. Like there's different ways of doing it. So like when men detach themselves, it's not necessarily because of the emotional cheating or y'all are just flirting at work because we can get past. It's just like, <laughs> all right, you got to chill out as long as that shit don't come to my house, whatever. But once that shit becomes physical, it becomes a different game. Yo, cheating, <laughs> cheating and stealing, <laughs> cheating. <laughs> same thing there is a difference between being cheated on and just feeling like you're being cheated by your partner that's not the same thing and a lot of times like people confuse the two like this is what i define cheating as you feeling some type of way about what has occurred is not cheated it's not cheating by definition but you do feel cheated out of the situation so you need to like like expand on that. Let's talk about it and have a conversation. But like not every single incident where you feel cheated in a situation means that your partner actually cheated on you. And like a lot of people love to say, oh, he cheated. He did this emotional. cheat." Like you literally just broke cheating down into like several different platforms. And depending on the dynamic that you have with your partner within y'all's covenant will determine what is actually cheating and what's not. Because what's cheating to me might not be cheating to you. And that's between you and the person you fucking to decide. That would be you don't have to communicate with each other. Y'all would have to communicate that about it. That's between you and your partner. To me, cheating is when you entertain it. I'm not, like he said, humans flirt with each other naturally. When you're attracting somebody, you're going to naturally talk to them more in the group of the other people. You're going to naturally talk to somebody you're attracted to. You're going to naturally feel attracted to them and and do things more for them. But once you're like OD into your partner, you could really give a fuck how attractive that person is. Like the yeah, desire, yeah, that, the, the desire to return that favor is totally dead. Like there yeah. have been situations where when I'm like really involved with a guy, I don't even see other men. Like I'm, I mean, I see him, yeah, but it's like oh, okay, like yeah, that's a dude, like whatever. And then oh. you go about the day. And there are other times when I'm feeling left out. You know, the emotional stuff starts to come, and it's like, damn, like when did do like when did do glow up like this? Blah blah blah. This that and the third. I just feel like it's uh like once you entertain that shit like like he said if you got a work boyfriend or whatever I can't control what the fuck going at your job so I'm not even about to sit here and stress myself out about that shit but once you entertain it so like once you start going on dates or y'all start what do you say bringing it home that's when I feel like cheating is starting like that's when I'm like all right bro like this shit gotta stop 
Now, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, cheat. women just cheat on emotions. It's some, it's some women out here that just cheat, just like a nigga cheat. They just try to get another off, and they're going back to their nigga. I'm not knocking what she said. I feel like it comes from the dynamics of what your relationship is. I feel like I've heard situations for some relationships that I look, I'm like, bitch, I would never. But then I see other relationships, a couple that I look up to. I'm like, okay, I like the way they do. It's a dynamic of whatever you establish with your partner. Some people have freedom in their relationship to do whatever the fuck they want. And other people look like, yo, what is that? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like we in a time in life with social media and just this new generation that's coming with these polys. And he's whatever else got going on. And for somebody like me that come from a stage where I've never seen that like that, I'm not with it. But to them, that's acceptable. So at the end of the day, it it does come to what you define as cheating and whatever you define as the dynamic of your relationship. Um, my, you know, my relationship, I'm on him like white on rice, not out of not trusting him, but just out of the sense of, you know, things we've been through, what we developed, the dynamic of what we've established in our foundation. So it really comes with, what you consider to be cheating and what you consider is acceptable in your relationship. And that's my next question. What do y'all consider as cheating? Everything. Let, let the girls go first because I already know what y'all two say. <laughs> For me, it's entertaining like conversations inappropriately. Like, you know when you saying some shit you ain't got no business saying when you in a relationship. For sure. So once it start there, once it start with you crossing that boundary, I feel like you're going to cross everything else. Uh, you said it. You can't even hold, like, you ain't even giving me a second thought. Like, that's, that's <laughs> you sitting here telling her, hey, beautiful, I wish I could hold you. Like, nigga, we lay in the bed and see each other every day. What are you doing? Like, no, <laughs> you already crossed the line. When you in a tank, like opening the gates to allow that person to feel like whatever you, they do is acceptable. So once you give them one step in the door, you know, they're going to take a mile. So if you shut it down from the beginning, none of that is acceptable. Now, I've known people to, shut things down from the jump and people still try to cross that line people just some people are just that careless so at the end of the day it's not you it's them but when it comes to your relationship you're supposed to do your job and defend you know your significant other and do the right thing and i also look at it as don't be out there doing shit you want what your partner doing if you set boundaries for what you want your partner to do don't be out here at work flirting around kiki ken or doing whatever you do but then they're not allowed to do none of those things it's cheating to them but it's okay when you do it and i was gonna say I consider passive as cheating. Um, and like, I consider being passive a form of cheating. And the reason I say that is by your implicit bias to not respond to a girl who is pursuing you by your like, oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings or, oh, I want to let her down easy or, oh, um, you know, like we, that's my work friend, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we play like that. All of that is passive and that's cheating to me because if you set a clear boundary, and you let her know, hey, I got a girl, or whatever it is. Should she decide to cross that line and continue to pursue you, then it's no longer your fault. And, like, it's her fault. And now that's a conversation that I need to take up with her as an individual. Because you, as my partner, did what you were supposed to do. But uh -huh. passiveness, that silence, that, oh, well, I don't know the correct way. Fuck that. Because if it was a nigga approaching me at the gym, the gas station, otherwise, and I gave him the time of day, and I didn't, look, set that tone and aggressively let him know that, yo, like, I got a man, you would feel some type of way. So I consider I consider passiveness to an extent to be cheating because the truth is you're leaving that door open because you want to see just how far she's gonna walk through it and that's okay with me like I'm I'm good off that nope and that's nope. her passiveness so, and that's what, 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 what if I'm just ignoring it and I'm not even like giving the time of day that's still no, you're, not, you're not ignoring it 
Like you ignoring it is letting her know that she still have room to, to see how far she could go. There's yeah, no such thing as ignoring that kind of shit. You know, it's the same thing with like kids in high school. Like, oh, just ignore them. They'll stop bullying you. Now you wondering why you got a broken nose or like why you in ISS because you didn't beat the shit out of this kid who never stopped fucking with you. Mm. So, no. No, that's a solid point. That, yeah, that was a solid point. I never thought about that like that. Hey, what, uh, I'm going to speak realistically. I'm going to speak to y'all how I am in my relationship because I'm super like, I'm like a mama uh, relationship. But because I know the time we're in and I'm a female and I know females and power, sometimes, like she said, it's not him. It's them. So, like she said, once you do your part, which is why my relationship reassurance is number two in my relationship. Communication is always going to be number one, but reassurance is a big thing. Because once I'm reassured that you play your part and you are who you say you are in my relationship and this is what you want, then I shouldn't have to be worried about nobody else out there because I'm going to know whether I'm not I'm around or not. You out there doing what you're supposed to do. Women are very aggressive. And when they want to go for it, you know what I'm saying? So something that it's not him. So then that points me, which people don't want to step in. And now I got to rearrange the situation. But... <sighs> I'm gonna tell y'all right now, I don't want a problem with that. I'm just I'm saying that because I'm very <laughs> Yeah, when I go when I'm into somebody, like sincerely into somebody like I am in my relationship, I go very, very hard. So at the end of the day, if he's doing all he can he's supposed to do and you know, outside world and I gotta step in now, we got a real problem. Yeah. I heard that. So you I know you can't really sure. at your partner when they do what they're supposed to do. Like I said, we live in a world where motherfuckers gonna go after what they want and mm-hmm. they stop by no means. So now you got to step your level up a little bit. Right Fellas, I need y'all input, bro. So, honestly, I think I'm going to agree with Tran. So, the, the passiveness, that, that's like a big issue for me. I, yeah, that was- I, can't, I can't fathom, like, thinking about you doing mm-hmm. some shit that you know for sure I wouldn't do. Like, I don't, I don't play games in, like, any relationship. I'm always, like, up front. I tell you my intentions off rip. And I, that's the most commendable or respectable thing you can get from me. So if I'm giving you that level of respect, don't go behind my back and disrespect me. You know, you know, Jacob and, and Chris, they all want to fuck with you at work. This, that, and the third. They're going to find any way to get your number. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't drawing that line in the sand. You ain't telling these niggas like, yo, I got a nigga at home. Like that ain't the shit. But then you turn around and give them your phone number. And now they got your Instagram and shit. Now everybody communicating, even if they not necessarily there to communicate with you on that level. Cause you already set that tone. But sometimes niggas still jump over that line. And be like, well, you still gave me your number. You still gave me your Instagram. So when you and your nigga fuck up, I know I got to play somewhere. Because you ain't really setting that level. Like, some people are like, they'll draw that line in the sand, but they only draw it halfway. And they'll leave that little crease for the other walk path. But if you draw that line all the way through, like Trinity said, like, yo, nigga, like, it ain't no room to come in. I already set the standard. So if you do get my number, we really talking on some business shit. We talking on some work shit. Don't hit me up otherwise. But some people really do leave that little wedge of that door open right there. And that, that shit is non-negotiable for me. I agree with you, but I kind of disagree because if we go back to the Instagram thing, like, I keep bringing it up, bro. Females can, like, I'm not going to say they can't give a nigga their Instagram, but we've seen niggas shoot a female, stab a female, want to fight her. You got to get a room. Like, if you know, if you can get a, like, women, the one thing that I love about women is, bro, women's bodies are naturally gifted. They can feel a vibe from a mile of fucking way. If they know they're coming right. close to somebody who's going to be in that vicinity, like, they got different reactions. Some of them get scared and they panic, and you got others, like, these three 
who in that situation, they'd probably be like, yo, I slide it to him real quick, but I'm going to block it as soon as he hit me up. They just want to get out of that situation. It's about reading the room. You can't you can't put that same dynamic on every female. I was, hey, look, just to kind of reiterate on that, like I've had a bottle smashed in my face before just from telling a nigga no. But in the same breath, like, type of female that, uh, like just the type of female that I am now. Hold on. We talked about this not too long ago. Like I went on IG Live and complained about this. And I was like, yo, I'm at the gas station, like buying beer, getting gas, whatever I'm doing. Like I'm pretty, nigga. I'm not friendly. Don't talk to me. No, you can't get my number. No, you can't fucking come up to me. No, you can't touch me. Yes, nigga, I'm tatted. You're not blind. You could clearly see what's up. Back up. You get closer to me, my nigga, like, I'm going to jump. Like, I'm going to bite. And, like, you have to be that way. You have to. And, yeah, you know, a lot of times it's like, oh, you didn't have to act like that, blah. No, I don't even give a nigga space to even ask me, how you doing today, beautiful? Blah, blah, blah. No, fuck that. I don't got shit to say to you. I don't know you from a can of paint. You don't know me. Like, back up. Like, looking is the most that you could do, and that's only because you got eyes. Like, I, I came here to do my business. I'm getting back in my car. I'm going home. But it and shouldn't so, be no punishment for somebody not getting their way. If she's out doing her whatever she has to do, and a man approaches her, and she's not welcoming his approach, it should be no punishment for him to be any aggressor to her because he didn't get his way with her. There should be nothing physical, nothing mental, not even nothing verbal. If he, if he approaches her and she declines it, that's it. There should be no back talk, no dialogue. No, I'm not saying it's acceptable. I'm just saying the world that we live in is happening. I can promise you, if a girl give a nigga her IG because she wanted to do that, you know how many wrong numbers we didn't gave niggas before? Wrong names, wrong numbers, like everything. Okay, okay. okay. I've gotten to the point now where they'll be like, I'm going to call you right there and all that, like... Like, like, my phone in the car. My phone in the car. So I'm gonna play devil. I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this one because it, it is. We can't. We can't pretend like it's not women who actually get intimidated by like men and they get into situations where it costs them a lot. Like it's it is women. It, no, it's not. That's why I said I'm gonna play devil's advocate. It is a lot of timid women. It's a lot of women that if you apply pressure to them, they're gonna shrink. They're gonna cower. They're gonna give in or whatever the case may be. So playing devil's advocate, it is situations, and I think that's the reason why a lot of people or a lot of men in Atlanta are the way they are now. They approach you crazy as hell because it's so women, so many women who cower and accept that approach. You accept somebody saying, hey, Red, let me get your number. And you accept that that what you're doing takes every three minutes. Like It is women that accept that and are timid like that. So we got to be hella aggressive back, mugging them. Like You can't even step to me like this because you done... You done stepped to every other woman like that, and she said, that's okay. That's not okay. And that's the problem. We we collectively have to say that's not uh, okay, and men are going to have to adapt. We're going to adapt, and they have to adapt. Do you think that some of the reason a lot of women decline people's approaches because of the way they approach them? Like you said, like if a guy sees you, and yeah, he's not going to know your name, but... He doesn't respectfully approach you. He's going to call you by the color of your shirt or the hairstyle you have, or maybe you got glasses. And those kind of approaches already are red flags. Like, you don't even have the respect to come over here and speak to me, you know, as a woman. You're you're objectifying me. Let me, let me so that could also be an issue by the way a man approaches somebody. I think it also depends on the type of man, though. Let's talk about it, because I didn't been approached by some fine-ass niggas at the gas station, and I'm like, fuck, I'm feeling it. Like, but then, you know, the same type of grimy dude give me the same approach, and I'm like, yo, like... 
back up. But yeah, yeah. Like, right. every, everything has changed. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, I'm still the type of nigga, I'll walk up to you and find a way to meet you in person, or I'll try to meet them up on my street. Like, if anybody know me well, they know I'll talk to anybody on the fucking street with two legs moving. That's just who I am, especially a female. But, like, no, it's not even on the horse shit. Like, I've been in sales all my, like, essentially all my work. So, when I'm there, like, I don't see a difference in me just having a random conversation with somebody and just it like walking up to a female that I may actually see interest in and I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm interested in you. Let me take you out. Da 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 da. I run my game, whatever. But they're genuine, general, like genuinely some niggas out here who don't know how to talk to a female outside of being behind an Instagram screen. So when yeah. they approach you, it's almost like they're taking a shot in the dark. They don't know how to run game. They went talk by the, by the uh, OGs and shit, how to really talk to women when they out in public. So all these niggas know is what they homeboys did. Cause Juju and them, they, 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 they pulling bitches left and right. And all they saying is, Hey, come here, brown shirt. Hey, come here, right. come here, so, so yeah. like that's what they do. So, that's I, what I, 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 I take that back. Women are accepting it. We yeah, we're like we're very like men dominant right now. But the truth is, is like it's all about the type of woman that you're dealing with that you're approaching. And like I don't think any of us really mentioned that either. Like different women will produce a different type of vibe. They move a, a certain type of way with men and. It just depends on what you're used to, right? Like, you are what you attract. So, typically, mm-hmm. or, you know, you attract what you are. So, like, to an extent, it's up to you internally to set that tone. And if you're willing to settle for less and succumb and, like, you know, like, fall under the thumb of a man who you're really not into but you're scared, then, like, yo, like, there's a sixth sense, yo. Men, predators, no offense to men, but, like, predators in general smell fear. Like, like that shit is, like, it's a pheromone. Like you give off a pheromone, like like they'll give off a pheromone. It's like, oh yeah, like I got this one. Like cool, yeah, like yeah. like I didn't corner this one. And like you just kind of gotta be stronger in who you are as an individual and be like, nah, I don't want this. And be willing to deal with the consequences that come from either saying yes or no. It, it, Yes, you got to stand on business. You got to stand on this. She just cleared the floor. I like she. I, I think she cleared that one. The 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 person you're dealing with. What's a pick me female? See, uh, I don't think pick me females exist in a relationship. When you're in a relationship, you are not a pick me female because you are in a partnership with your partner. The whole not, point not, is not, not, like, right, but like pick me female. I think no, but I think pick me niggas and pick me females only exist to a single person, to a person trying to attract a partner. Because you define know, you, exactly what that necessarily that's is. So if you single, okay, for y'all, if y'all single, right? And this dude welcome to you. Y'all exchange numbers all while. What in you says that's the nigga I want to pick? No, because hold on, hold on. So that, that's not the context me. of what a pick me is. A pick me is basically when you go on social media and you see these posts from like females saying, if you want a man to pay all your bills, then you need you need to be the wife in the house, cooking, cleaning, oh. taking care of the kids, no questions, whenever I want. Like that's what people are saying, the, the pick me's of the situation. So how you're going to identify what a pick me is, is basically how you receive the visual aspect of what a pick me is. So if okay, I know- for me, oh. Nah, what's up? Nah, for me, okay, I'm gonna say what a pick me individual is for me. That is for somebody, I feel like that is selling yourself. Mm. Like when you have to sell yourself to somebody, I feel like you're saying pick me. 
I'm not going to sell myself to you. Like, I'm not going to tell you, like, why you should choose me. I'm not going to tell you all these great qualities. Like, if you don't see them, that's just, it wasn't meant for you to see. But I'm not going to sell myself to you. So I feel like that's a pick me. Somebody is selling themselves to you. Like, like by me, like, salesperson. What you say, bro? I said, if I, I feel like if I'm, if I'm trying to sell myself, then I'm competing with someone else and I'm not competing with nobody. Either I'm with right. you or we're not, we're not doing it. Yeah, but if I'm Sorry. selling myself and then you finally do pick me, what if I don't live up to what I sold you to? See, see but my thing is, my thing is, is if it's a, if I got to sell myself, I didn't want you to pick me from junk. Like, I, offer, I, know what I, I know what I bring to the table. So if you, if, if you already, if you already, you know what I'm saying, battling between me and some other guy, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I know what I bring to the table. Pick that motherfucker, because if you got to think about it, pick him. Because I'm That's not going to be that person you want me to be. Why not? That's not fair, though. The dynamic be so different. Because truth be told, when you're interested in a person, y'all absolutely give each other the sales pitch. Y'all absolutely say, hey, what do you bring to the table? You want to know those things. There is a difference between outlining who you are as a person and who you are in a relationship and then being like, oh, my God, here are all the things that I could do for you if you would just leave this bitch alone or leave this dude alone and, you know, come fuck on me, blah, 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 or whatever it is. Like, there's a difference between being those things at your core and as an individual and that being your personality and then you saying like oh well i can give you this like it's like she said selling yourself like sometimes you're not selling shit you're this is just who i am like this the product and then other times there is like all right like i'm trying to get you to buy the product yeah. so that's what i was about to say is like sometimes it's you just being yourself and y'all getting to know each other but once I feel like I'm trying to outdo another person or compete with another person, pick him because I'm not I'm not doing it. That's the point I'm getting at. Like, because I'm not I, I don't feel like I'm uh I'm gonna be in competition with anybody. Like I'm just not. That's just not me. That's it's I'm not gonna sell you something to eventually sell you short. Like I, it makes no sense for me to be like, oh, pick me, pick me, because I could do this, I could do that, and then we in a relationship and then I can't match up to what I said because I was just giving you a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. Compared to my question you know, to y'all is what would you what would your sales pitch be anyway? Because a lot of times when we hear people saying pitch. like what can you or asking what can you bring to the table, a lot of times you can't even answer the same question. I know what I say. I am the table. What do you bring to me? I like that. Really. The thing That's is, exactly what is the table though? Every like, time. What, what am I? I what do I bring to you? Man, I, mean, I, can, what you're saying, I can bring to you. I can give for myself. I can do for my fucking self. That's my point. Like when you're asking, what do you bring to me? Like it's like no, 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 no. That's like in my opinion, like you don't even have to ask me that because you should just see how I'm moving. You should be able to just kind of like. Like just from what you what are, what you're allowed to see in my life should let you know what I am, what I'm about, where I'm going, where I'm headed. And if that's not a vibe, or like if you don't think that you can reciprocate that to me, move on. Right. So, like, let me ask you a different question. Then, so as a guy, what should I expect from a woman outside of the three things that we quote unquote think are supposed to come from a woman? And I'm not. I think it Communication and trust. Timeliness, communication, and trust. If that woman is really into you, she's going to be on time. She's going to let you know, hey, this is that. She's going to communicate that with you. If things change, she's going to communicate. How she's feeling, she's going to be open to communicating. You're going to be able to trust her because she wants to trust you. And that's with all your relationships, whether platonic, sexual, or otherwise. If you don't have timeliness, communication, and trust, you don't have a foundation. That means you don't have shit. 
But it's that that I agree, but I disagree. I agree. I bring different things to different tables that I sit at. So in my relationship, I'm going to bring things that other people will never see. I let walls down. I let barriers down. Like he's going to see a side of me that no one else sees because that's our relationship. I even though the, the key point that she pointed out was right, because he's going to get all those things. But at the same time, yeah, I'm the table. I know what I bring. I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. But if we're going to be a team, you know, this is 50-50. It ain't all about me no more. It's about us. So we're going to have to bring things together. What can we do together to like move forward to make this thing 100%? So sometimes I feel like when you address the pick me thing, I feel like once you pick me, now it's about us. You can't just think it's all about me anymore. Because at the end of the day, like you said, I don't need you. You don't need me. Cool. But since we chose each other, what are we doing moving forward? That's why I think a lot of people become a little selfless in it because it's not about you no more when you're in relationship. It's about both of us. So now what yes. I bring has to add to what you bring, and now we have to move forward. But Okay. Yeah. So, so I like the conversation. Oh, it's, it's, it's definitely a good one. That's why I said I agree and disagree because it's like she said, it, you you do bring different stuff to different people. But I also think like values vary from person to person. So like when you say you bring in like I bring the table, it varies from person to person. Like I, I've come across men where they feel like financially, you know, that's what they offer. They can offer finances, this and the third. And it's like, I've, I've been doing this on my own <laughs> like I don't need you to do anything financially for me so like some people value stuff differently like it's a lot of men that value money it's a lot of women that value money like they don't really care about what you're doing outside of that as long as they get a few dollars but, but again, for me that's I value I, like I said I value something different so if I feel like what I'm offering is the table they might be looking at it like no nah, I don't want that like yeah. okay. so for me I'm the same in, like I said, in all my relationships, which is why my three points that you're going to get for me are going to be the same. That's in friendships. That's in partnerships. That's in business. That's in my sexual relationship. However, I do agree with like this because I have boundaries. Like I set limits in place. There are intimate parts of me that only my partner is going to get. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to still be going 100% in the other relationships that I've established with other people. It just means that I am the most intimate within this relationship with, with my partner. And that's what I'm, however, comma, like I'm still, you're still going to get these three things out of me, timeliness, communication, and trust. And if you're not getting those three things out of me, like you're not somebody that I respect. Hold on. The way she worded that, that was tough. Not the the way way they, they, uh, the, I would just like to go on record and say, y'all are talking y'all shit. And I, I love it. I swear I to God. I love it. I just want to go on record and say Jock and uh, K over here with these motherfucking McDonald's and Burger King headphones on. <laughs> you know, we you know we was really having just like such a good talk, and here you go yeah. with that bullshit. Oh, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> their headphones. I want to make sure y'all can hear me clearly. Yeah, you screwed, mm. man. <laughs> on the other hand, you know we can <laughs> we can cut his video and head. mic off. We can cut his video oh, and mic off. Mike, he ain't got a mic. He ain't got no headphones to have a mic. What you saying? <laughs> we just Barely. kick him out. Barely. Notice, notice when everybody else when everybody else talk, I can hear them clearly. When when you start talking, I'm like, hey, y'all, shut up real quick because Mike talking. <laughs> he talk like he got an Android. You feel me? 
And we all know he got an iPhone. It's just that iPhone 7. <laughs> Crazy, because I'm over here like, why well, somebody echoing? But all right. Um, fellas, I need y'all. What's y'all three things that y'all bring? Or fe- that y'all, uh, a female would be happy that y'all bring? Like she said, communication, timeliness, trust. What's your, what's your things y'all bring? My foundation is my work habits. Podcast, I got a full-time job and I'm working on a second podcast. So the streams of income going to be there. And I'm also doing other things like I know how to fix my own car when necessary. I know how to, I got a savings account. <laughs> I got a bank account. <laughs> consistent income. Like it's real, bro. Like how many other niggas? Can I say something? I love you dearly, but you just proved my point about the finances. I can tell by the dynamic of women that you've messed with in the past. Like, that you feel the need to say, like, oh, my finance is straight. And I can say that to say, like, had you messed with enough women who are on a different type of vibe in a different type of wave, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have said finances as much as you did. Because you brought up finances in three different ways just now. You literally just screamed, you literally just screamed, I'm security. First like, off, it's women out here that if your finances ain't straight, they not fuck with you at all. So- what, 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 and it's, no, it's no, women out here that they do like if your finances not straight, you don't need in a relationship. You can tell the type of women. I, I agree with that. You can tell the type of women that justice attracts solely because he said, like, I know that at my foundation, I bring finance, which means that in your past, it, just me deducing, right? Deductive right. reasoning suggests that the women from your past were looking for a man who brought a sense of financial security. So now at your base, at your core, you feel like you need to be a man who says that. Like, yeah, I bring financial what? security. When in all actuality, the women who you should be attracting are the women who have their own financial security. So that should be taken off the table. And you can start with something else, honey bun. I get that. Because uh, yeah. so, he's fucking awesome. Right I just want to put that on the record that my best friend is awesome, okay? okay. Yeah, like, you offer way more than finances, justice, and we have these personal yeah, conversations yeah. all the time. Yeah, like, But see, th- this is where I'm getting at. So like, when I talk about finances, it's not the finances to show off to a female. I can give two fucks about what you know about what's in my pocket. But the reason I'm explaining the things the way I'm explaining them is because for my podcast, this is something internally that I found is something like a safe haven for me. This is somewhere I can come and just be happy. It has nothing to do with money. But me saying that I have the two podcasts plus I have my job is just me saying those are my accomplishments that I'm completely proud of. Those are the things that I'm holding up to myself right now because honestly, everybody doesn't have a job. Everybody doesn't have a source of income and nobody has the courage to get up on, on, on in front of anybody to do a podcast. But the other side of me says, I've been through enough hardship financially that even though I'm not looking for a woman that's financially secure, even though I would want that, of course, my savings is something precious to me because I never really thought about actually keeping a, a complete savings. And to be honest, there's not a lot of niggas out there that got savings either, regardless of if they got a bank account or not. They don't have a savings. They're living paycheck to paycheck just like everybody else. I don't want to be like that. So what I'm coming from is this is a valuable thing for me. It's not about the finances. Yes, I, it, it states that finances are in it, but these are my accomplishments that I'm completely happy with. But the third thing that I offer is maybe not the best thing in the world in comparison to the last two, but it's peace of mind. You ain't got to worry about me going out cheating. You ain't got to worry about me going out doing some stupid shit. Getting locked up. You ain't got to worry about me That's the one. That peace of mind is the one. It's not it, like everybody values things differently. The way I value and the way I, I, I give things off is completely different. So when you hear about me telling you about things that I'm a, like, I'm happy about as far as my accomplishments, if I tell somebody else, just like how y'all interpreted it was me giving y'all three different financial avenues. To me, it wasn't a financial avenue. For me, it was a milestone. My savings was a milestone. 
me finally reaching the, the peak of my happiness and my, my purity. Like I may not be pure physically, but mentally I'm pure. Like, I feel like everything is changing for me now. So that's the thing that I'm holding valuable. So when I bring that to you, that's so much positivity I can bring to the next woman. Yeah. That that next woman is going to have the same level where I am mentally and physically and emotionally that now we're just an in, like an indestructible too. I don't want to go into something else not knowing what my value is. Yeah, I can tell you what I can bring to the table, but let me just tell you my value. That way, you know that when we do have a table, there's too much to fit on it, put on that table. So now we gotta have we gotta have a fucking dining table, and we gotta have a kitchen table, and we might have to have an island because I'm gonna bring so much to you. I love it. Okay, Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> <laughs> holidays. Okay, <laughs> Mike, I would love to hear your three. Like, absolutely. I got one more. Just would love to hear it. Right, since everybody want to hear mine. I was going to say peace. I was going to say that. First of all, I'm going to bring peace of mind. I'm not going to come into a relationship with a fucked up mindset. I'm supposed to be your peace. You're supposed to be my peace. In a relationship, I feel like that is one of the biggest things. We can't come in here arguing every fucking day. I don't like that shit. What? Mr. Chaos? Arguing? Yo! I gotta snatch the headphones off. Um, two, it will be trust. I don't ever go into a relationship not trusting somebody. Unless, I don't go to, I don't not trust nobody until you give me a reason not to trust. Like Once you give me that reason, then I'm starting to question trust, but until I get that reason, I trust you 100%. And if I trust you 100%, that, that means a lot to me. Like, once you break my trust, it's no, it's not coming back. Like, once you break my trust, I'm not. That's it. Um, third, the third thing is it's going to sound corny as hell, but it's love. Like, I'm a big lover. I'm a big, uh, I want to be in the house watching movies, eating snacks. I'm a big family person. And dads know that. I, like, I love when we all around each other. I love when we plan space, chilling. Like, the, the vibe is cool. I don't like the whole, we going out and, and we got to be in front of everybody. I don't like that shit. I don't even care what people think about me. So, fuck you. But, as far as like, like love, I just feel like I bring a lot of love. So once a relationship is, once, a, once somebody breaks my trust and I feel like I'm starting to fall out of love with you, it's kind of hard to come back with me. And I'm not going to sit here and cheat on you. I'm just going to leave. Can, we, can I ask y'all a question just like off the record? I know it's not one of our six topics. Isn't it, y'all don't find it just a little hard to like don't y'all find it like a double standard to say like like you just said Mike oh I'm not gonna cheat on you I'm gonna leave but like Kay already said it like yo you put so much time you invest so much into this partnership you like it's an investment fuck the time like just the money the resources like the love like like you literally become a nurturer you you you, you pour you literally pour into this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to cultivate a positive relationship with them. You watch them grow. Yo, you cook for them. You feed them. You know how much of an intimate spiritual act, like cooking and feeding oh. somebody is, actually, like, nourishing their body. And you do it daily. And so, like, you do all of these things. And so to say, like, oh, I'm not going to cheat. I'm going to just leave. Like, isn't it, isn't it almost hard to be able to say, like, once you're in that situation, you know for a fact that you're going to leave? Um, right now, now I'm gonna say no. It's not hard because I've already been in that situation. I already took somebody back and tried to fix it. My thing is though, 
all my shit falls in line, right? So if you break my trust, then now every time you go somewhere or you do something, now I'm thinking, oh, is she going to do this shit again or what's she doing? And once you do that, now I don't have peace of mind because now I'm stressed the fuck out or all day I'm thinking, is she about to cheat on me again? Am I doing everything right? Uh, what am what can I do better? Like, I don't like being like that. If it's no, if it's no reason for me not to trust you and I'm just like, what, like, what can I do better? That's just me trying to make the relationship better. But if you cheated on me, broke trust, I take you back, cheat on again. I'm not about to keep sitting here thinking, what am I doing wrong? Is it me? Uh, could I do this better? I'm not doing that because now I'm stressed the fuck out. I'm not focusing on work, uh, anything. I'm just thinking about what I can do better. And in reality, it's not me. Bro, I'm, I'm not well, pick, pick, me, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. That shit is not easy. Thank you. I just was saying really quickly that just for being an example, being in a relationship that I'm in, just like take it to the first topic we were talking about. Um, we both been through stuff. Like me and my boyfriend been through stuff. We've been through infidelity in our relationship. We've been through like everything in our relationship. On both so, sides or just one side? Yeah, on both sides. On both sides. Okay. We've been together four okay. years. We have a baby. Like we've established like a solid foundation. I, I always think back to when it comes to my relationship and why I've stuck around so long. And like you said, I couldn't explain it in no better words than that. We poured and poured and poured and poured into each other to think that we've been through something so rough that someone else can look at and be like, oh, you should leave. When in reality, when we know the inside of our relationship, it ain't that easy. Even before my daughter that we had, like we have both come from two dark pasts from each other and then we got together and being together meant so much like we have done everything we could like like you said the food the cooking the date nights the you know all the things we've done to keep uplifting each other that if something happens on his behalf or something happens on my behalf after everything we've came from i'm gonna look like i'm gonna stick beside him like i know what he did might have hurt or what i did might have hurt him or whatever the case may be but at the same time i feel like our love outstands the pain that we've caused and we choose to move forward. Now, if you break a mirror right now and try to put the piece together, it's never going to be the same. You might still see yourself or you might get close to what you're looking for. It's never going to be the same. But long as you keep pushing to maybe put the pieces closer, maybe buy a new mirror, your goal will always be what your goal is. I just look at it depending on who you are and what your circumstances are and what you're looking for that you you're gonna get you're gonna get out of it what you're looking for. It's not always just easy to be like, oh fuck it, I'm done, or oh fuck it, I'm gonna go cheat, or oh fuck it, you know, I'm never gonna talk to this person again. It don't work like that. I just think that the day and age we in, it might seem a little easier because, like y'all said earlier, oh this person might be more attractive and I'm interested, or this person, it don't work like that all the time. So even though he said breaking peace of mind, I feel like you gotta reevaluate who you are and what you're looking for out the person you with because it's not always that easy. Yeah. Hey, there's a lot of fish in the sea, but when you look at your nigga. That's your fucking fish. That's, that's, that's your my, fish. That's your that's fish. fish. Yeah. I, will say, I will say, Dez, that that little that little analogy you just dropped the uh, mirror. Break a mirror. If you break a mirror, you could you might be able to. You can't put all the pieces back together, but you might still see us. I love that. That shit was. Yeah, cold. I mean, that's how I look at stuff when I'm in pain in my relationship. Like, all right, girl, like. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna make that a Facebook status. I'm gonna tag you with it. Just oh, know where to go. When we go viral, we go viral. Okay. Um, go ahead, bro. Yeah, hey, look, so I ain't gonna hold nobody. Like, I heard you, Mike. I almost d- disagree with like 60% of shit you said. I disagree with Mike. Like, <laughs> bro, like, you gotta understand, I got two kids by two women, bro. 
even if I knew the relationship was like in turmoil at the time, bro, I was busting my ass to fix the shit. I mm-hmm. didn't care, bro. I, I felt like something in me could make this shit work. And I don't care how many times she didn't change or she did change. I made the adjustment every fucking single time because I wanted to save it. Now, when it got to the end and I realized, all right, it, it just ain't going to work. It's going to fall apart if I keep trying. All right, cool. I, I let it go. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy because I'm finally letting it go. It just makes it that much harder because, bro, I'm really looking in the face of like my real reality. My real reality is I'm about to lose someone that I invested so much time in. I invested uh-huh. so much trust in. I invested so much of my money into so much of my time into I fed them. Just like Trinity said, fed them. Feeding myself. We having events, going out on dates. All this shit is supplemental to what you actually get out of it. All that supplemental shit you invested in, whether it be time, energy, or, or emotion, like, bro, that all fits into the category of love. And when you start loving somebody, bro, you can't just say, like, all right, you cheated on me, I'm a dick. And I used to be uh, that nigga, bro. Like, hey, I'm going to to it. I used to really jock in the test to it. I used to really be a nigga who right. would go sleep with somebody. And as soon as I seen them do some shit I ain't fuck with, done with them. I, I like they never existed. But now, nigga, I got kids in place. I went through two relationships in the last six years, got kids by both women. And I promise y'all mm-hmm. try to say both. It was not an easy walk away. Mm-hmm. I, don't care how you see me, I don't care how you see me in motion right now. None of this shit is easy. I'm not saying it's easy. And I, I think I, I'll probably need to elaborate. So, like I said, I took I took somebody back out of cheating. I, I, I have tried to fix a relationship. Did that and I've, I've fought for it. I've, I, that's why I said now it's easy. Like, if I get into a relationship today or tomorrow... And in two weeks you cheat. I'm done. I'm not about to sit here and do this. But if it's the reason why you're punishing, the reason why we can, the reason why you could say it's easy right now is because you haven't fallen in love with that new person yet. That's why. The point that we're trying to make is. The point that we're trying to make is your objective because you don't have the emotional attachment. You're just sitting there saying like, yeah, if a bitch cheat on me, I'm leaving. You're forgetting, you're forgetting the time. Hold you're on, forgetting the effort. Let me, you're forgetting let me the romance. Let me punch him real quick. Wait, wait, so, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, John. Hold on, John. Hold on, John. So I'm going to punch you a couple times because like, you need to hear this shit. No, hear me out. You need to hear this shit. You're going through some shit right now. So this is some shit you're saying and it, you're literally beating somebody. Because you're already going through it. Like you're, you're, you're punching a punching bag that can't defend itself. So for you, because you're so deep into it at this very moment, you're going to feel like it's easy because you're walking through paths and like you're just getting out of something. So like every single person that you deal with from this point on until you find that person, you're going to basically treat them like nothing. And it's not to say you're going to treat them like nothing, like they're never going to be a human being to you. But every single time they make a mistake, you're going to do exactly what I did back in high school. So this is going to be easier for you because you're already transitioning out of something hard. But you damn sure fought for that shit. You're just pissed off and sad now because the shit's gone and you have nothing else to fight for. Now you have to think about something else. But what I am going to tell you, Mike, is when you find somebody that you're going to fight for again, bro, I promise you, your ass going to be dead ass in your heart again and you're going to be fighting for that same motherfucker. This shit ain't easy, bro. It's just easy for you now because you're still going through some shit. This shit's still fresh. It's really fresh for you. Me and Jock have already been through a divorce. I'm going to tell you like this. I never got married. I broke off an engagement. You you kind of know. You, you know. You know. For me, I told this I told this man the other day, like, I still love you just as much as the first day. Like, there's no infidelity. We just unfortunately grew apart. 
and he's seeing somebody else. Like I just met his new girlfriend and I love her and I love them together. But I'll be lying to myself if I sat here and said that there wasn't a part of me that when I finally decided, hey, maybe we shouldn't get married right now. Maybe we shouldn't be together. And it hurt. And I cried and I mourned like a death. Like I mourned the death, right, of my future that I wasn't like, hey, I absolutely have enough faith to think that maybe one day in the future when we're better for each other, it could work out again. And you know what happened? He found somebody better for who he is currently as a man right now. And that shit hurt me to death. It's, that shit hurt me to death. But that's how I know, like, hey, I really love this dude because the girlfriend that he have right now, the woman he introduced into our son, I couldn't want nobody better. I couldn't want him to be like, I wouldn't want him to be with nobody better unless it was me. And I'm proud of him. And so when you get to a place where when you're comfortable enough in yourself and in your spirit and in your individuality and like, it's going to always hurt. But when you can look past that pain and really focus on like, this is the reality and this is what my future looks like. Like it's going to be okay, bro. Like, and that shit suck. There are nights when I'm by myself with my kid in the bed, like, yo, we only had this baby with the promise that I wouldn't be doing it by myself. And here I am with this three-year-old doing it by myself. Then I look at my son and I'm like, that's okay. Like, it's all right. Like, and yeah, the shit hurt. The shit difficult. Cause you fight, 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 fucking fight. And then you sit in here like, yo, the only, the only reason that we had to stop it is because one of us would have died. Like, at the end of this, one of us wouldn't have made it. And now we're both on the back end, like, I'm going to always have this love for you. But to sit here and say, like, oh, I'm going to disrespect this or I'm not going to give this a chance. Or, like, I, to be honest, you sound like you just scared to love again, Mike. Yeah. You sound like, like, you say, like, you bring love. You talking about how you bringing love and how, like, that's what a woman can expect out of you. When the truth is, what a woman should expect from you is fear. Because the last girl taught you how to be scared of going all in. My nigga, you are terrified of going all in right now. And no, I could tell by you. the way that you expressing thank yourself. You. Me, as hard as that shit hurt, as look, as, as embarrassed as I was, as fucking on the ledge as I stood, I'm not scared to go all in again. Because there is like nothing better in this world than at the end of it, standing in all of the debris and saying like, yo, I gave that shit everything. And like, can't nobody say nothing about it. Not even my partner. Like, that's where you need to be again. Like, and and it's gonna take some time. I can't sit here and tell you like, yeah, nigga, like, like nut up, shut that shit up. You know, like, oh, blah. nah, fuck that. You take all the time you need. But like, when you're gonna be ready to love again, you're gonna know because you're not gonna be scared. As long as you got a little bit of fear with you, it's just not your time. Yeah, and don't even get me wrong, yo, because the right woman gonna fuck around and like spin you around, yo. She gonna come out of nowhere, and you gonna be you gonna be shocked at the fact that you ready to fucking really really give that to her. Hey, bro, the one thing I'm gonna tell you, bro, and I'm a back on it. I'm gonna back on it, Mike. The the problem with us, like as men, typically we go we try to get over somebody by getting under somebody else, bro. And this ain't the time. Like this supposed to be the time where. Like, even though you you going out drinking and smoking and shit, you having a good time, bro, you need to find time to really sit down for yourself because you're not giving yourself time to really figure out who you are. When I got on my, my, my marriage, bro, nigga, I took a whole year, year and a half off of dating. I ain't want to talk to nobody. You know what I'm saying? I, I did, you know, did my occasional knockdown or something. You know what I mean? It's just, it, it's in me. But at the end of the day, I still, you know what I'm saying? I still had that time for myself to proactively figure out who I am, figure out who I proactively want to live my life with. 
who I want to deal with in the future, who who I can bring to the, who, what version of me can I give to this next person? Do I want to give them the same person that I was with the last person? Or do I want to fix the shit that I did wrong in that situation and find something else out that I, I'm going to do wrong in this situation but make myself better? You know what I'm saying? But just like she says, you have a big fear right now of recommitting yourself to going all in. And it's not a bad thing because you're still fresh into your, your whole transition. But nigga, like, yo, nigga, me and Jock been there. We told you. You talking about you ain't going to get married no more. We said the same thing. But honestly, here we are again. Jock open to it. I'm still on the fence. But you're going to get to it where you're going to be on the can fence. Can I just say something? Yeah, like, please, I feel like it's, I feel like it's I, a big point. Every Like, we all leaving out of this. Like, vulnerability like you have to be not even vulnerable with another person you got to be vulnerable with yourself and i feel like until you're vulnerable with yourself you're not you're gonna always feel like you're not trying again like you have to really sit down and like be honest be truthful get down to the nitty-gritty with yourself before you can even do it with another person like and then doing it with another person is easy it's so easy you gotta respect yourself too like you're gonna Absolutely. get tired you're gonna get tired of having other women on top of you you're gonna get tired of having under women, other women underneath you like at a certain point you're gonna get tired of just getting nuts because you're gonna feel so used you're gonna feel like you're gonna feel more used dealing with these women you chose to lay with than you felt in that relationship that you fought so fucking hard for and then that's when you're gonna start fighting for your self-respect again that's when you're gonna start getting your shit right that's when you're gonna start cleaning it up and that's when you're gonna start attracting women that's fucking worth being with you that's the boundaries that's when you'll set boundaries you will not be a big me. <laughs> Yo, Ayo, are y'all like reading my mind right now? Because y'all literally said <laughs> everything I was going to say. But what I am going to go on to say is, uh, Mike, you was on that damn podcast where I said uh, uh, you fall in and out of love all the time, right? Yep. You feel me? That being said, you know what I'm saying? You got a partner, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I've been in your shoes. I have truly wore your shoes till the motherfucking wheels fell off. My shoes are fell- okay. You said what? Nah, I fuck with you. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Wear your wheelies. Uh, stop what what I'm getting at is uh, what I'm getting at is you fall, you fall in and out of love uh, all the time. For me to say like I can still comfortably and be like, yeah, no, nah, I ain't fucking with her no more because she cheated on me. Now nah, that that's, that's that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Straight bullshit. Because every time I do something or every time you know whatever whatever happens, I always look at the basis like. Why did I fall in love with this woman at the first place? What what made me look at her and be like, she could possibly be the one. And every time I think about that, when all those feelings come rushing back, all those emotions come rushing back, I'll be like, all right, cool. Is it worth fighting for? That's why it's hard. That's why I can't I can't be like, oh, that shit easy. That shit easy to be like, man, fuck that shit. That shit, that shit is hard as fuck, bro. Like, I don't care what you done been through, bro. I'm telling you now. Man to man, I'm telling you now, no matter what you've been through, if you deal with that same situation with another person, it's going to be just as hard because you're going to be like, well, shit, at one point I gave that person my all. What is stopping me from giving that person my all again? Mm. That person made me see myself in another light. Like I looked at and that's what's going to happen to you. Is you're going to look at yourself like, yeah, I ain't fucking with this shit no more, blah, blah, blah. Then you're going to have a person that be like, you know what? That's what I'm willing to fight for. 
And then when that shit happens, and some bullshit happens, that, and you got to question that, what what is it? Is it really willing to fight for? I promise you, you're gonna be Mike Tyson in the ring. Floyd Mayweather. I'm being honest, but you you just gonna be in that motherfucker trying to fight, bro. You're gonna be fighting, and and if it's not willing to fight for, then I right, whatever it is, what it is, you take that shit with a grain of salt. Hey, Des, you said something. I kind of just want to speak on it because it really touched me. Um. You said, like, I've been with this man for so long and we both had, like, our grievances on, you know, both sides of the relationship. And when other people look at it, they say, oh, well, I'd have left. But, like, you're not us. You're not in this relationship. And, like, the things that you you didn't say, but I feel like didn't have to be said, but, like, should be said now for Mike's case is, thank you. It's simply, like, there was a time when there was nobody else in the world. It was just you and him. There was a time when y'all were at y'all absolute lowest. And the only person who even remotely understood, sympathized, held, cared for you was that other person. And mm-hmm. so that's what you're fighting for again. That's what you're working towards. That's why it's worth it. And so for what well, I say that to say, like, Mike, with you, you don't have that fight anymore with this person. And that's, be- that's how you know that, like, that's not the right person. That's how you know that, like, it's not worth it anymore. Like, and and some people genuinely are seasonal folk. Like, they're only in your life to teach you something, to have you learn, to have you grow so you could be better, right? Like, yo, the reason you trim bushes is just for them to grow back better. Like, that's the reason we have pruning season. My nigga, like, there is a, po- I'm going to tell you like this, like something that um I heard, I want to say maybe my mom said it to me the other day. But there was a particular calling on your life. And sometimes if your hands are full juggling all that bullshit, you won't even be able to answer that call. There is a lot of times when like people will literally hinder your progress because they're not meant to reap that blessing. That's your harvest. My nigga, you about to come into a harvest like you just in a seasonal winter right now. That shit cold. But you, you know what happens after winter? Yo, you come in the spring and some. <laughs> Blessings, like sometimes those fund, like those fundamentals, all of that good, bountiful stuff, just ain't meant for that person, and that's why they had to die in the winter. Not all trees live through winter, yo. Not all of them do, and so you got to think about that. Some of these things do have to be put to rest so that you can grow, so that you could bloom, and so that you can have your hands free to pick up the fucking phone when your fucking future's calling. And like that's what you got to think about. It's funny because we was just talking about like me and my friends was just talking about like how you miss a blessing by people that are around you. And you like like and I have a um I wanna say a hero complex. So I'm like I'm an empath. Like I empathize with people a whole lot. And you see people in messed up situations and you you feel for them and you want to do what you can to make that situation better. And then when you do and certain stuff starts to take place and you wondering like, dang, why 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 I'm not being blessed like I was or you get to a point where you're like, oh, I see why they were in the position they were in. I get that. So for you not, like she said, for you not to have that fight no more, I think it all just boils down to like, y'all are no longer compatible. And that's okay. Like, that's that's okay. And I feel like you have to tell yourself that. Like, if something didn't work out, 
it's okay. Like it's okay for stuff not to work out. Like you just gotta. For me, it's more so. I'm happy that it happened and I got to experience it, but it's okay that I no longer have to experience this. I feel you, but uh, we're gonna get the topic off me because <laughs> we we we, we, we like a whole church session. Uh, <laughs> we got our last one. We'll see it, we'll see it, I like you if it make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> but um, who do y'all think is the prize in the relationship, the man or the woman? Neither. It's not about the person. It's about the ending. It's about the progress. The prize is what comes when we put like it's okay. So I have this theory, right? It's um, if I'm giving you the tools to build this house, and you show me time and time again that you're not able to put it together, if this was real home building, I'd fire you and find a new building. And so the prize isn't I'm the prize or he's the prize. It's the house. It's it's what we're doing, you know. It's what we it's what it's what we're building. That's the prize. The prize is the end. That's literally the only way to put it. You can't think that in a relationship anyone's over or better than the other one. And yes. the end of the day, in a relationship to go to an ultimate goal, and that goal is the prize. So there's no other way to look at who's better or who's more valuable in this situation than y'all as a unit moving towards the ultimate goal. Because that's how I look at my relationship. Is that our end goal for what we want in life together is the prize. That's what we're fighting for. That's what we're reaching for. That's what we're walking towards. And that's ultimately the best thing that's going to come out of us being in a relationship. But you just made a solid point, though. Both of y'all did. The fact that neither one of y'all feel like you're more valuable than the next person is why y'all are still fighting for y'all relationship. Exactly. It's when you feel like, oh, it's me, I'm the prize, you'll continue to go from place to place, person to person, because it's nothing for you to look forward to. I ain't gonna hold you. A lot. Of, I'm gonna just say like a lot of reasons why women can't find men and be happy is because they don't want to settle. And the truth is like they're so in their selfish energy, and it's okay to be selfish, you know, in some aspects. But like when you become too selfish in that selfish energy, like you really miss out on an opportunity, and you really miss out on a blessing. So uh, the reason that a lot of these women go refusing to settle, and now they're 50, 60 years old, unsettled as fuck, uh-huh. unhappy as fuck. Still looking for that one thing because they're in they're they're looking at it through a selfish lens of, oh, I don't want to settle. When the truth is, is like, you know what being settled means? It just means being still. It just means being at peace. Like when when the dust settles, it just means that everything is at peace. So you literally saying you don't want to settle. You literally just put that on your life. Yo, I don't want to be at peace. And now you wonder why you 60 years old and ain't got shit figured out. But I like you live in chaos. That's zero or hundred with me to the selfishness in a relationship is zero to hundred. So I feel like when you're in a relationship or you're with somebody that you truly want to be with, the selfishness goes out the window because now you're living for you and for somebody else, not so much for them. But when you're with anybody as a friend, family, coworker, relationship, you're going to have to accept certain things that you might not, you know, have done yourself. But you're going to have to, how do you say that? You're going to have to accept things in your life in any relationship that you are in for, I don't know how to say it. Um, so, like, I'm just saying that if you're in any type of relationship in life, somebody's going to bring something to the table that you disagree with or you don't like, but y'all going to come to some mutual agreement to be able to move that and move forward. I always look at things, I weigh in the good with the bad. 
Ain't nobody gonna come to you perfect. So I assume that's what people mean when they settle. But at the end of the day, like you said, the way you look at settling, you're gonna find somebody that brings you peace, it's gonna make you calm, and it's gonna be able to person that you're gonna be able to push through anything with the good, the bad, the ugly, the up, the down. So sometimes settling is the most peaceful thing you can get. That's the prize, is being settled, being calm, being still, being happy, and you know, hitting your ultimate goal. That's the fact. The selfishness goes out the window to me. You can't be selfish in a relationship because it's not about you no more. I think far as I think far as the question goes, uh, I'm gonna say the prize is me. Fuck is you talking about? Both, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, think, I think both of y'all should be looked as a prize. And when I say that, I say like men, like as a man, your woman should be a prize, and as a woman, your man should be a prize. Y'all should both be valued as equal. No one is higher than the other, and no one is lower than the other. I get what y'all saying, and I completely agree like with the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Right I get, I get what you're saying, and I agree with the whole like the end game is the prize, and which I build to. But I feel like before you even get there, that both of y'all should be looked at as a prize, and both of y'all should be valued by each other equally. Do you think that's always equal, though? Do you think the value of a relationship and any relationship is always equal? Do you think everything is always 50-50, sometimes mm -hmm. 80-20, sometimes 60-40? So sometimes, maybe you do look at it as this person might be more valuable in this moment than the other one. But because you, we might get information, and you might know something that I don't know, but you're teaching me. So that's why I look at I would like look at you at that moment as like not even at that moment, but I would look at you like okay, you're the pri like you're my prize and I'm your prize. Okay, because but what happens when she, you stop seeing her as a prize? Then we need to we can't figure out why we don't see each other as prizes anymore. Why one is not valuable as other? But you're not going to see your person as a prize every day. Like every day, you're not going to see this person as a prize. But if you see that relationship, that end game as the prize, you're going to keep working towards it. But you might wake up one day and it just might be the worst day. Like you are not going to see her as a prize. In mm -hmm. the she might be the problem. <laughs> like you are yeah. not going to see her as a prize. <laughs> you know why you're not going to see Shorty as a prize every day? It's because you don't even give yourself 100% every day. How the fuck can you expect your partner to give you 100% every day. Sometimes your best is only going to be 60%. Sometimes your best is only going to be 30%. And if you're trying to equate like her value, her like her being a prize as to how much she's putting in every day, that's unfair. You She going to always fall short because people get tired. People go through it. Like, life, life is a cakewalk, yo. Like life is a cakewalk and everybody's getting sick. But that's like, a though. So if I wake up one day and I'm only giving 60%, as my as my spouse, you would just be on the back like you. If what I know I don't have, then you you have, and that that's not monetary. That's but she's not giving you. Energy. Energy. She's not giving you sixty percent of my prize. I'm telling you, she's <laughs> yeah. Like I'm telling you, she's not gonna say like, oh, well, I guess. I still need to be 100%, so let me go find another 40% somewhere, you know, in the gallows to make this man be 100% today, too. No, the prize is the end game. That's why she's willing to accept you at your 60% today. That's why. It's not because she saw you at 100% and said he's going to be this way every day, and that's what I want. And if she did see you that way, then that's how you know the relationship wasn't going to work in the jump. That also you are, because sometimes when you have them days where you're 60 and he's 40 or... You're 20 and he's 80. You got to know when to refuel yourself. If we're going to be in a relationship and I'm the person that today is just not my day because I have a lot of them days today, just not my day. And I may be at my 30 and he might be at his 70. I don't have to know who, know who I am. Go back out there and refuel myself so I can come back and bring him his 100. Because it's 
The reason I'm at 30 might not be his fault, but he, you know, I got to refuel myself to make us back to 100. That's my job as I expect of him. If he's at his 10 today and I'm at my 90, I'm going to need him to go get it together, refuel yourself, do what you got to yeah, do to bring yeah, it back. And reciprocity, because let's say you your your cup is overflowing this day and you filling his cup up too, that cannot become the expectation that you're going to continue to fill his cup up and now he's no longer doing the work. Or let's say like your cup have a hole in it. Hey, it's your responsibility to patch that hole because I can continue and continue well, and continue to pour and to pour and to pour into you. But if it's like, if we don't leash it and the prize is the end game, my cup got a hole in it one day, we're not gonna work together to, to, to fix the hole. I gotta work on my, I gotta work on myself so, to fix it. So, does that mean I gotta know we are working together and I am replenishing you? So, while I'm pouring into you, you should be actively working on patching that hole. That's how we work together. Yeah. I continue to pour so that you continue to have your hundred percent, but you need to work on patching that hole. So, 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 so I like that, but I, the way I look at it is, is uh, you know how you said earlier, uh, where he was like, uh, "What do you bring to the table?" And you say you are the table. Is is that are you not my prize right there? Exactly. So that being said, but hear me out. Th- that being said, because at the same time, on, so it's kind of like this, right? Like, if like, hear me out. Here, Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, right? Hear me out. So if you look at yourself as you are the table, right? And I look at myself like I am the table. I should be your prize and you are my prize. No. Right? Why not? Why not? I'm going to tell you why, right? Because if we're at an amusement park and the prizes are two tables and I play foosball and I win, and and like there's a bunch of prizes out there, if I'm already a table, why would I go say, hey, I want to win another table? I'm not even looking at that. If I'm at the amusement park, I'm looking for a bigger, a bigger prize, a better prize since I'm already the table, which is why the question becomes, what do you bring to me? The chair. So, the f- what, you're what, say, what you're saying is, what you're saying is, is if I bring everything to the table. You're my prize, I'm your prize, because if you're my prize and you're the table and I'm your prize, then I'm your chairs. So I bring everything you don't. Hey, like, like, yes. Good. Yes, Mike. Yes, exactly that. Like if so, like, what do you bring to the table? What do I bring to you? Do you need a table? I am the table. Like, is that what I bring to fucking fulfill you? Is that what it is? Because what I'm looking for is chairs. What I'm looking for is a dinner. Like, is a dinner. You know, what I'm looking for is a home. But like, that's what we're trying to get at is. Prize for me isn't another table. What the hell? I'm already the table. I what? Need, you know, but I what we're trying to get at is. I'm looking to look. Base level is you're either just as good as me or better because I'm constantly looking to evolve and, and you know, like, just get better. So I wouldn't want someone that's, like, lower than me or even, like, on my level. You know, I want something that's going to encourage me to, like, really expand my mind, expand my palate, teach me new things. Like, I, that's that's what a prize is. And that prize comes in just, like, the foundation of working, working for it. Yeah. So I, I like how you worded that because the way I was gonna word it was gonna be completely different. So like if y- if y'all know me at all, y'all know I troll on I troll on social media no matter what. Like when I see topics yeah. like this, I know mo- nine times out of ten I'm trolling regardless of what my fucking comment is. I'm always trolling. So I specifically chose this question because I don't necessarily think there's a such thing as a table. I think the table was created because people wanted to have something to fight over. I don't give a fuck about a possession. I don't give a fuck about a material thing, even though this is figurative. How I look at it is, ain't no such thing as a table. If you want this shit to work, just like just like Trinity said, you look for the end goal. I get what you're saying, John. 
Like I should be the prize and you should be the prize because we both equally bring something to the table or we both bring something here and that, that, that gives us a little bit of value. But everybody seems to be so focused on getting that value as opposed to working on the things you need to work on so you can actually have something more valuable later on. Like the temporary things or the monetary things that you have right now are going to alter and change. Like you're saying like, oh yeah, I know how to cook. I know how to clean. I know how to do this and the third. What can you bring for, bring to me that's different from what I can do? Well, I know how to cook a little bit better. Well, I know how to clean a little bit better. Well, I know how to handle finances a little bit better. Not everything has has its own like has its own feel. So if you're gonna bring a house to a house, what is gonna do? It's not gonna make a bigger house. Y'all just gonna combine. From, I think it stems from uh, an early conversation we had where women used to accept whatever, and a lot of what went what they went for then we won't go for it now. And I think that's because at some point women's only value was the fact that they could take care of a house. They weren't in a position where they could go work or they could go learn or they, you know, that they can bring more to themselves. So now when it comes to a situation that we can, we can do all of these things and then some, and we're supposed to be building this house together, so to speak, because that's what a relationship is. Y'all ultimate goal is to get married, have kids, maybe not have kids, but whatever. It's to be together and to do life together. So when it gets to a point where we're doing life together and we speaking of value, yeah. I can do all of this stuff for me. I can pay my bills. I don't need you. I don't need financial support. Why I'm choosing you is because I want you. I like the comfort you bring me, the conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's like little stuff like that. So I think that, like, that's why I disagree with you. Like, it got to a point where we didn't have to accept the fact that you was the breadwinner or you went out and hunted, whatever the case may be. Like, I can go hunt for myself. But isn't that more of like keeping things fresh? Because it's almost like, it, from what it, from what you seem to be describing, it sounds like basically what you're looking for in a guy is to renew what we have going on every once in a while, just to make it feel new and make it feel fresh. So there's like mm-hmm. a never any feeling. It's companionship. It's, it's 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 simply companionship. I'm not looking for financial security. It's like I want to experience life with somebody. Right. So like, what I'm like I, I yearn like, for the comfort. Like I'm a I'm a woman. I want to be touched. Like I yearn for comfort. Like I, I want to get excited and when I get good news, like I want to have my person that I can share that with and I don't have to feel like you got an ulterior motive. Like because girls are catty, you know, they they nice and nasty so we're men they'll ha, 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 you got a new job but secretly praying that, that you that you lose the position you in like I, I just want that person i want to go to paris in spring but with my person you know what i'm saying like companionship not financial security not for me to have a place to lay my head no none of that so when it comes to what i'm bringing to the table i'm never going to offer you oh i i, I can clean your house i could cook your food i could do this and the third like that's why i say i'm not selling myself like, I, 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 I want the same yeah. thing. Companionship. And I just want to know that I'm safe with you back. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. That's I it. Love, I love all the answers. I love the conversation we just had today. Um, We're going to start to wrap it up. Uh, I'm going to let my boys say their closing remarks. And then the ladies next. And then I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up today. SB, you want me to go first with me? Go ahead. All right, man. Uh, ladies, ladies, first and foremost, ladies. Y'all literally just made this episode. I promise y'all. Like, y'all was talking. All three of y'all was talking y'all shit. So, please, please tune in for next week to come back for episode two. Uh, Fellas, you already know, this podcast is not possible without y'all two. 
I appreciate everything y'all do. Y'all coming through and, you know what I'm saying, and, and popping this podcast off like y'all do. That's all I got for y'all. Oh, wait, hold on. Before I before I go, y'all know I got to say my famous line. That's between y'all and y'all God. All right, continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, normal shit every week, man. Uh, again, thank y'all ladies for y'all, uh, you know, pulling through on the podcast. Today. We, got a, we got a part two coming, so... Uh, for everybody watching, make sure y'all stay tuned and tune back in next week. We got the next episode going to the boys. Appreciate y'all as always, man. Ladies, anybody got anything to say? I just want to say I like meeting the girls. They are great. Um, I like the diversity of y'all having females on this segment. Three strong-headed females. They're very smart. You guys are all very smart. Um, y'all brought a lot of insight to me today that I'm going to take with me further in life. So I appreciate that. And I am looking forward to episode two. I'm really just happy that we got to talk. And to be honest, Mike, the fact that you came humbly to this episode and not on (laughs) bullshit was really nice because like, look at, look at where we got, you know, look at where we were able to get to because we took it with like, a sense of seriousness as opposed to like, you know, the riffraff. So it was nice. Yeah. I want to say, first off, it was nice meeting the ladies and the gentlemen, but it was, y'all definitely dropped some gems and it was nice to, to feel heard. And, you know, so I appreciate that. This felt like a very safe space. So for whoever y'all have on here next, it is a super safe space. Like, you will feel heard. I don't know why she's talking about next, because we know who's coming on next. It's going to be y'all three again, full part two. I'm talking about like after yeah, us. Boy, we established that. Come back to part two next week. Um, as always, I'm here with these two ugly motherfuckers. This shit wouldn't be able to happen without these two other motherfuckers. I'm here with these three beautiful ladies today and they came to talk their shit today. Um, yeah, I got them a little riled up before, so I like that I did that. Um, it's hard for me to find my clip because y'all was talking y'all shit. No bullshit. Now I got to search through the whole video and shit. Whole video. But, um, nah, like I said, uh, it's, this wouldn't be possible without these two other motherfuckers here. It wouldn't be possible for the people. It wouldn't be possible without the people that watch us every Sunday, come in, tune in, comment, subscribe. Thank y'all. I love y'all. Uh, this was a great episode, and next week it's going to be even better, so let's go back in. Peace. All right, with that being said, man, we definitely appreciate y'all. Love y'all, but tune in.